0: Hey, everyone. What's up? It's your girl, Nakia, and welcome to the Fearless Kia podcast. Hey, everyone. What's up? It's your girl, Fearless Kia. Welcome to another Fearless Friday. So this week's a uh, lesson of the week is do the work. So I've just been seeing signs all week long that's just been like you know all of these things will come in your life that you're work that you want to manifest itself if you do the work. It's a lot of times that we pray to God about, oh I really want this job, I really want this opportunity, I really want to meet my husband at this time or whatever it may be, and it's like okay, what are you doing? What are the necessary steps that you're doing to get you there, right? Prayer is one part, and then the other part is actually doing the work. So that is my lesson of the week. But without further ado, let's get into this week's podcast guest. So, this week's guest is the owner of her own luxury soy candle company that is hand poured in Brooklyn since 2015. She's partnered with brands such as Verizon, Samsung, Link NYC, Strivers Row. Our Bomb, black Own market and featured in Essence Magazine, Crown Magazine. She did that the film a documentary exploring the passionate pursuits of Black women building legacies, making history, and inspiring the future. And not only has she done that as being an entrepreneur, but partnering with her sister friend, Brianna Owens, as they have created cornrows and cocktails, a safe space for men and women to converse and celebrate the magic of Black women. I mean, this woman is all the way lit. <laughs> I can go on and on and on about her, but welcome to the Fearless Kia podcast, Daniqua Williams.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yay.
1: It's always so funny when people just roll out the things you've done because I think because you've done them, you forget about them. So yeah. I, was like, damn,
0: I did that. I did that. You did, girl. I was like, damn, i get getting my list together. I'm getting the intro. I'm like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Lit. So I usually like to. Start off the topic of discussion with basically, what is your deepest fear?
1: Wow, she's just gonna go, yeah, straight, we in. go right straight in, straight hitter. Um, my deepest fear, damn, that's a good question. Um, hmm, I think my deepest fear would probably be departing this world without making an impact. Um, we live, we work so hard. We are doing things that we are passionate about, and it would literally terrify me if I worked so hard and I put so much thought into the things that i'm doing and i leave this earth and people just forget about um me and my contributions yeah and also that's what like, would scare me
0: yeah and also like owning that too right Absolutely. owning that story and that 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 narrative mm-hmm. of how people see you when you leave this world what developed that fear for you
1: what developed that fear i think um hmm I think if we're being, because this is a very, Nikia told me this is a very candid, candid conversation. So I've never even spoken about this like out loud. But so my dad passed away two years ago, and he had a business for thirty years and put things in place and do things. So therefore, the things that you've worked so hard for, they are there long after you're gone. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's exactly what triggered um, that fear for me. I since the day that my dad died. Um, my fiance, Kyrie always told me like, yo, you've become such a different person in the sense of, I do live each day. Like if, if it could be my last, cause mm-hmm. I feel like when you experience um death um so close to you, especially when it's a parent, it's like, nothing is realer than that. I feel like when you lose yeah. your parent, it's like, thank God my mom is still here, but it's like one half of the reason that I exist is no longer here. So that mm. scares the shit out of me. And just seeing my dad worked so hard, like literally worked so hard and um, I don't know. It's just crazy to me. So that's what developed that fear for me.
0: Yeah. And you work hard owning your own business to Thank make you. sure that, that that legacy and the integrity of what you built is protected at all times. Absolutely. And so shout outs to you for that. Um, and you. I know that losing a parent is very hard, particularly um, we're still we're still becoming these, you know, mm-hmm. adults that they've Raised this to be. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted you to kind of talk about, like, where you come from and how your parents' journeys kind of sparked that, that entrepreneurship in you.
1: Okay. So my parents are Guyanese. It's um, a country located in South America. Um, so I'm a product of immigrants. My mom worked for a law firm when she first came here. Um, my dad, he had his own business when he came over here. And... Um, I love my mom so much. Like, even though she's not an entrepreneur, it's still her work ethic is mm. unmatched. Like, my mom has been working for the MTA, I think, this year makes 17 years, and she does not call out of work for sick. Like, Come
0: she's on, never been late.
1: Years. She is, like, so serious about her business. And I think just, like, having parents who take everything that they do seriously, mm. they already in the standard of excellence. Like, so, even though I work for myself, like, I'm a no later than 6:30 every morning cuz I take my business seriously. I'm like mm. I can't be late. <laughs> All right. I got to do X, Y, and Z and the same thing with my dad. He got up super early and he was went to bed very late just to make sure things were done. So it's like seeing my parents come from nothing, um coming to a country. I say immigrants are the biggest risk takers. Mm. You leave everything that's familiar to you and you come over to unknown, art- uncharted land. <laughs> yeah, like territory. Just what is Ooh. not even knowing what it is and for you to build something for yourself and make something of yourself it's like with that as like my backbone and my backstory there's no way that I could be mediocre so facts that is what um what pushes me to be great every day and to just I don't know work on keeping continue to inspiring people to like do what they have to do do what you want to do and just just be unafraid because it's like the Mm -hmm. time is going to pass us anyways you might as well be out here killing shit instead of letting the days go by so facts how so up.
0: how does you say you wake up every day at 6 30 i do when do your days end
1: my days end. well it varies so like i like to each day varies so it's like mm-hmm. um i like to i get up in the morning i pray first um because i mean how else should you start your day <laughs> um and then i check my emails see what work needs to be done um if I have a meeting to attend, if I have an event to go to. Right. Um, so my days vary. So they end, for the most part, probably like around 3 p.m., but they could go later. It depends on what the workload right. is looking like.
0: Particularly when y'all missing them Lit Brooklyn sales, okay? Because
1: she's looking like,
0: <laughs> yes, and coming out with new product launches. Between those two things, Wait, I missed it already.
1: Oh boy! Yeah, these, these people are very loyal.
0: The, super loyal. Having a lo- talk 100%. about loyal customer base, like in being in and running your own business. How did you establish that? Um, and what do you think that you're bringing to the market with your product and your business that keeps them coming back? Keeps your loyal customer base coming back.
1: I think to keep a loyal customer base, it starts with um, core values of what your business is about. So integrity has to be super important. Mm-hmm. Um, you always have to be a man or a woman of your word. So if I say I'm going to do something, I have to do it. Or if I say I'm going to, like, send something out, it's going to get sent out. So once people continue continuously see that, okay, she's actually doing what she says she's doing. Fact. Okay, I can trust her. Mm-hmm. Once trust is in motion, people are going to come back. And then on top of that, I'm not selling you a bullshit product. Like, you're literally getting what I said you're going to get, which right. is a luxury product at an affordable price. Um People always ask me too. I'm not sold in any stores. So the candles are not sold in any stores. I only base them online. And that in itself sounds crazy because we go into Target, we go into Marshall's, we go into Barney's and we shop. We To buy candles, you got to touch it, feel it, smell, smell it, it, see if it's something that you want. So mm-hmm. for me to have like new customers on a daily basis, it's all word of mouth, which is what it goes back to. So right. let's say, it goes back to also watching my dad grind and hustle. So, he never had Instagram. He did not know how to use Facebook. He didn't even know how to send an email. He mm-hmm. had core values. So it was all word of mouth. And it's like, if all of these things disappear, how is your business going to thrive? Facts. So,
0: Come on, Zaniqua. I'm done. Know. <laughs> no, go. You got to go. Because like, imagine if it's the truth. this we, was the shutdown tomorrow. Instagram, we, Twitter, whatever. It's the shutdown tomorrow. Like, we,
1: How are you going to continue to thrive? We depend so much on apps and all these different things but it's like we got to get back to face to face that's why I love having like pop-ups I get to meet um my clients in person they get to see that I'm a real person yes (laughs) they get to touch they get to smell they get to like see that this is a real thing um so I also like I said it goes back to word of mouth and shout out to Instagram stories because people post as soon as they get their candles and they're so excited, yes. they are like posting their excitement. And that if I was a customer and I was looking, I was like, damn, okay, these people, she, she's not paying them to say this. They really, right? <laughs> they uh, like, really feel this way. Yeah, about the mm-hmm. candle. So, um, word of mouth is super important when it comes to loyalty. Cause it's like, I could talk up my brand all I want, but if sh- complete strangers are spending their money and they're talking and they're raving about it. Yeah. I, I would trust that over anything.
0: Yeah. So. And that's, that's usually how to move a product these days is literally seeing other people talking about it and raving about it. And even me, I've had praise breaks in here where I've lit my candle, you know, (laughs) and I've been like, let me just have a moment. Because, you know, sometimes it's necessary. And just to see the business thrive over the time that I've been introduced to you through Gia, I'm just like, this is amazing. Like, this is the way, like, I want to see all black women who are out here who are entrepreneurs or who believe in something, right? Absolutely. And believe in a product to really start pushing and moving the needle there. I wanted to ask you about, like, what made you um, go into business, start start a candle business?
1: Start a candle. B- or cook candle I've company. always loved candles. Um, to me, it's more of the ambiance that's created i know Mm -hmm. what candles do for me like i know like yo if i'm having a a bad day a good day like whatever type of day i'm having candles just add to that moment and i just remember like when i used to go to school upstate new york shout out to anyone who's went to u (laughs) albany um let (laughs) know i remember going to buy candles by the boatloads lighting them up and I, used, I swear to God, having candles that used to help me with those 12-page papers, used to help me study better. And yeah. I was just like, how can I create something? How can I be a part of people's lives this way? So that was literally the motivation for starting um, something. It was something that I love. And why not do something that I love? Research about it. Because it was not... Make, have Starting a candle company, it sounds glamorous. It sounds... But it's yeah. hard work. I feel like it's more science behind it than it is actually like pouring it and insulting it like it's so much that goes on um behind the scenes but i'm grateful for the opportunity to be a part of people's lives this way
0: yeah absolutely did you ever have did you ever fear have self-doubts going into business the first year because this is your second third year now right going Going on third third year um did you ever fear in the first year i feel like there's like a first year woes kind of like did you feel did you ever fear that okay or have those self-doubt doubts that creep in your mind like okay maybe I was so oh, scared this I is was, not for me or like you know fair
1: is fair is normal like I think, yeah. shout out to those people who don't ever have those moments where they are fearful I it's a scary thing because it's like it's your art whatever you do whatever you're producing it's like you think it's popping you think it's it's lit no pun intended <laughs> you think it's lit and it's like damn now I got. All these other people, they might not think that it's as popping as I am. So there's always a fear of like, what if they don't like it? But then as quickly as those thoughts come, to, come into my head, they also quickly disappear. Because it's like, if you're doing anything with passion and you're doing anything with real intention, mm. it's for you. And the yeah. people who are going to flock to you, the people who are it's meant to be for. So it's like, there are fearful moments. But for all those fearful moments, there are moments of joy. There are moments of celebration. So Clarity a normal, and
0: vision too, right? You absolutely. have those moments where you're like but the vision i see it bags <laughs> it's, i don't i don't care what this fear is saying like i i can see it clearly mm-hmm. like in my mind come, like what the potential where it's going to go Absolutely. once i just start talking about just in general just starting like how was it was it easy for you to just be like you know what i'm just going to do it today or did it take some convincing kind of from other people because I've, there's a lot of times it's just with people in general where we have a lot of ideas, mm-hmm. but it's actually like getting, starting it and actually doing it.
1: Nah, I'm a, anyone who knows me, I'm a self-starter. Like, I'm like, I'm self-motivated and if I think I'm doing something, we doing it. Like, I might even, I'm mm-hmm. not even, I'm not gonna think too much about it to talk myself out of it. If I feel like it's something I should be doing, I'm jumping, yeah. <laughs> jumping it head first and just like getting it done. Starting is always the hardest thing I hear so many people, they always have great ideas. And it's like, okay, how long are you going to sit on this idea before you actually act on it? Yeah. You know, I'm a firm believer that anything you think about, you automatically are releasing it into the universe. And if you don't act on it because it's in the universe, it's going to be, it's going to fall into somebody's lap and somebody's going to do it. So you might as well feel the fear and do it anyways. Like, even if it does, even if what you're fearful of does not work out, everything we try, everything we do is not going to be successful, but you're going to be like, At least I tried it.
0: I learned from it. I learned from it.
1: And success is learning from failures. So it's like, if you don't learn to fail, like, what else will you you learn from? But um, you said something in the question about the first year of business. Yeah. Um, It was hard. It was very, very hard. It was, like, super difficult. It was going to events, introducing yourself. um, Because it's like, when you release a product or you release anything that you're releasing that you're doing, Mm -hmm. your friends and your family are going to be the first ones that you tell about it. And they're like, okay, cool, this is cute. Or whatever, whatever. They're going to fuck with it for a little bit. And then it's like, how do you convince strangers that what you're doing is popping? It's like having someone asking me, like the first, I remember the first time someone asked me, what is the Brooklyn? I remember I had this long, drawn out, paragraph that I used to say and it's like when I kept hearing I was like, Didn't even that makes no sense. What what are you talking about? You had your pitch ready. I yeah. had like, <laughs> then, but it was it was like, girl, like, this is not you. Like, be regular. Like and I think that's also what um my clients appreciate about me. Um this weekend I was at Essence Street Style, um they had like their little pop up where they had like the market. And this client, um I'm gonna see if I find her Instagram name she reached out she came over to me and she was just like, Girl, you are <laughs> mad real. Like I she said, like, you know how sometimes you see people on the internet and they're not who they perceive. Yes. <laughs> I was like, girl, you gonna you're gonna you're gonna get this. Like I am from I'm a Brooklyn girl. I am a big Jay-Z fan. I am you gonna get exactly who I portray myself to be because it's this is not a moniker. Right. It's not a moniker. And I and I I agree with her. I was like, you see so many people that you admire and you when you see them in real life, they're like then you'd be
0: like, oh, Girl, this is what? not what Where's I going? thought. You have this idea in your mind how somebody's going to be. And then when you meet them, you're like, this ain't it. <laughs> this is not what I thought. Mm-mm. So, I mean, being authentic is a huge component a to just be, to be a representation of your brand to help, of course, sell your product. Mm-hmm. But then also to have that customer loyalty and engagement, right? Absolutely. Um, I wanted to ask you, how has Lip Brooklyn changed your life?
1: Wow. Um, Live Brooklyn has changed my life in ways that are unimaginable. Like, I feel like it has afforded me the luxury of building relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, It has re, I don't know, it has made me, it has given me a different type of purpose. Um, I feel like I tell people, I'm not passionate about. Making candles, I'm passionate about making people feel good about themselves. And if you purchase a candle for me and you're lighting it during your darkest times, your greatest times, mm-hmm. that does something for me because yeah. I'm like, I'm improving, not to be dramatic, but you're kind of improving the world, especially in a state of where, like, right now, where mental health and depression and all these things yeah. are um, on the forefront. It's like, it's hair. Like, you see, we're seeing people like do all type of craziness. If I can help, if I can assist, if I can aid in, making someone feel great about themselves like my job is done and if that's fulfilling to me yeah um so that's how it has changed my life it has given me new meaning um when people tell me that they're inspired by me like I literally I'm getting like misty eye just thinking about it because it's like I started this not even realizing the impact that it would have on my life like Mm -hmm. I thought I was impacting people's lives but I'm like damn this is this is crazy yeah um it's changed my life tremendously. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, and and even in changing your life, you built uh, through through Lip Brooklyn and just through being yourself, you built this network of sisters, mm-hmm. you know, amongst your way. And talk. I wanted you to talk a, a little bit about how important it is to build with one another, particularly Mm -hmm. as being black women and how we can impact, continue to impact our communities um, and really start taking over. Like we should, since we spend more money than anybody (laughs) else out here in the market, but just in general, just as empowering one another and and lifting each other up to move, you know, the needle when it comes to
1: our pursuits and our passions. Um, building sisterhood is very important. Um, I'm so grateful for my tribe of women. Um, You need it to be sane. I think that like there's not every day you're going to want to talk about business. You're not going to want to talk about like... You're not going to want to sit down and talk about insecure, power. You're going to want to like just sit back and just chill. So to be able to have like girls who keep you grounded, who check you when you need to be checked, um, who support you, who uplift you, who get you in rooms of people that you need to be amongst Mm -hmm. who uh, just openly just fuck with you like it's so so important especially like we have a younger generation coming underneath us so we have to be the examples of that and i'm not talking about that fake shit like that like hey girl and then as soon as you turn your back you're like fucking like you i'm talking about real Mm -hmm. thing like i could like I can text you, like, my deepest, darkest, whatever. I can call you. Like, mm-hmm. we can... I, you you could be like, girl, we need to go for drinks because I have not seen you in so long. Like, sisterhood is very important, and we need it for our mental. Like, we need it for, like... Speaking, speaking of th-
0: mental health, because there's times that we, as women, go through things, and it's like, who do we lean on? Absolutely. And, like, who do we have that conversation with? And it's always hopefully you know mostly if someone else there's a woman or a strong woman in your corner who's able to at least give you that wise advice that's that's non-judgmental yeah that's just non-judgmental that's like girl let me just release this on you and just let me have this moment and cry and Mm. then let me come back and be like all right Mm -hmm. it's gonna be okay um it's it's so important i mean particularly like you said in climate and in there are a lot of oversaturated markets, people. There are a lot of people doing things. Everybody, you know, some things are going to overlap. But how can we overlap and build w- with one another and build together? How can we, like, collaborate more? I mm-hmm. think that that's another thing that is so hard to just have people be like, hey, I see you doing this and I'm doing this and we could do this together. And Absolutely. now it could be, like, a thing that we both are, you know, Sarah. It's, it's hard. I mean, we've, we've been built up as black women to, like, look at each other as competitors and not as sisters. I just wanted you to touch on sisterhood and how it's, like, impacted you and and why it's so important for our community. It's so important. Like,
1: first of all, I know so many women right now um, that are winning. And I'm like, it's our season. It's our time. And it's, like, it's almost like a domino effect. It's, like, you winning allows space for other women to win. You know what I'm saying? And it's, like, it's a beautiful time that we're in, and we need to, like, just continue to, like, spread love. Like, if you see, if I'm scrolling on my timeline, I see somebody doing something popping. Hey, girl, yes, sis. I, like, I see you. Like I, right. I, I, I I honor you. Like, I'm here because of you. And it's like, we don't realize that, like, th- with lack of support on our part, we're not going to grow. So it's mm-hmm. like, it takes nothing from you. It should not take anything from you to congratulate someone to genuinely be happy for someone to like not see someone else's win as your loss like all of these things are so important.
0: Yeah, and and I think it's very important just to touch on that you said like I see you, I acknowledge mm-hmm. you. I think a lot of people battle with just like feeling like they feel seen or feeling like like what they're doing like is resonating with people, inspiring mm-hmm. people. So sometimes just taking an extra two seconds to say I see you, girl. Mm-hmm. Keep doing your thing. It's, it's important. like it's important. Um I wanted to transition a little bit and talk to you about love and happiness. Yes, like, let's talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> love and happiness. So you're recently engaged, as in within the past year, at mm-hmm. your second year anniversary mm-hmm. of live Brooklyn, um, to your best friend. How does it feel to marry your best friend, the love of
1: your life?
0: It or to be married. we I don't, be we ain't married. walked down the aisle yet, but it's happening. It's coming.
1: <laughs> it's I can't even explain the feeling. Um, I think we both. Well, I'm gonna speak for myself. I come from a family where marriage is not something that they do. Like, mm. you know, it's like we've always like walked to our own beat. Mm. Nothing about our relationship is like conventional is not traditional in, in the sense of of anything. So I'm excited. Um, I'm happy. I am like over the moon excited. I'm like our the portrayal of like black love. Um, we don't see it too often. It's Sure. So it's, like, to stand as, like, representation or as an example of, like, black love, it's it's an honor, in a sense. Um, it's beautiful. It's an honor. Kyrie is, like, I don't even know where he came from. I tell him this all the time. Like, yo, where did God, like, I must have knew I needed you. Like, he was, like, sis, here. <laughs> Take him. <laughs> um, but I'm excited. i Am not even going to hold you? Like, I'm very, very, very excited. And I couldn't imagine doing this life thing with anybody else, even when it comes down to like my business, like he is literally like my number one supporter. And I don't know, like I'm just, I feel so blessed to be honest with you.
0: I was going to ask you that, like how has he been such a key, key role in like helping you when it comes to your business or just being like, some a listening ear because you are. I mean, I was gonna say you don't have co-workers And Mark mm-hmm. was on my podcast the other day, and he was like, "I don't have co-workers. I don't like you know. It's just me. I'm doing my business." But to have that partner to lean on and be like, "Let me run this value. Let me make sure this he's sounds so, right." He's
1: so supportive. Mm-hmm. He's like, first of all, like he be at work, he be texting. Me, he's like, "Yo, um, I just told um a customer about your product. Expect a, a order from." Bob. He's so supportive. Like he just he gets it. And I think that like if anybody knows how hard I work like it's him like he's mm-hmm. seen like the good the bad the ugly the great he's like the first person that I want to call and share great news with he's like and I think it's very important for us to um, speak about our black men mm-hmm. Um one because I feel like with women we always have all the support we have like these women empowerment groups we have these all these events to go to but it's, I feel like we need to support our men and not forget about them and, like, uplift them also. So um, just wanted to throw that little tidbit in yeah, there. Yeah, I agree. Black men matter. We love y'all. Black
0: men matter. <laughs> Treat us nice. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you, like, what has the foundation of you guys' bond and friendship taught you about love and, and, and happiness?
1: Hmm. The foundation, it has taught me that you can create what you want to see, even if you've never seen it before. Um, Come on. We have created our own reality of what our relationship is, what our love is. Um, that's just basically what it is. I think my mom and my my dad, they were never together. My um, product of wedlock. <laughs> um, my, I don't know, too many people that are married. Um, and... Normally, you know how they say, like, you, whatever you see is what you will end up being. That's not our case. Like, we just love each other, and we just never compared. We never competed. We never just was looking at someone else and, like, damn, that's the model of what we want. Right. We just were. And I think there should be no pressure in relationships. Like, you Mm -hmm. should just exist exactly how you are with no—go into it with no expectations. Like, you shouldn't—even if you had a past relationship and the shit Mm -hmm. was trash— go into your new situation with no expectations of what the other person should be other than themselves. Like yeah. sometimes we go into situations and we want to like alter the person. We want to change the person instead of allowing them to like grow into who they're meant to be. be. So mm-hmm. I think foundation has been us trusting each other to evolve into whoever we were meant to be mm-hmm. and just loving each other unconditionally. Um and that's just about it like trust and love and everything else falls into place. Like yep. we know that all we aspire to be in this world is happy. And mm-hmm. he makes me so happy. I make me happy. He may you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not depending on him for my happiness and vice versa. Like right we are happy individually and then when we come together we're just Yeah. Overflow of happy I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask you too what makes you happy, but girl, you didn't I can tell he makes you happy, and I tell you make yourself happy. And that's a great combination to have to have that self love. And then to also have that par- partner who brings love into your life and, and truly, like, you enjoy being with them and you enjoy what you both are creating together. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to ask you. What do you want your legacy to be? I know earlier we talked about the fear of not having an impact uh, in your community or doing something that's going to have an impact. And when it's all said and done, I wanted to know what, is, what did you want your legacy to be?
1: Wow. Um, what do I want my legacy to be? It's such a loaded question. Um, Sorry. <laughs> about it. Um, I just want to leave this world a little bit better than how I entered it. I want to be able to impact people and encourage men and women to aggressively chase your dreams and don't take no for an answer. I want to be the face of someone who is a product of immigrants and took that, ran with it, and created my own my own thing, um, mm-hmm. created my own lane, and just do things unafraid.
0: Real. <laughs> like, there's too
1: much fear in and, and things and i get it i get it there's a fear of always there's a fear of the unknown but it's like just go for it just do it if it doesn't work the first month the second month just stay at it like don't give up and just be genuine with all your interactions also mm-hmm. um, so yeah my, my legacy is like a plethora of things but most importantly is just to follow your dreams and to never give up Basically.
0: Amen. Well, I um, first want to thank you for coming on to Fairly Skia Podcast and being open and being authentic and like seeing, even meeting you and seeing over the years just like your company expand. You just continue to be just a ray of sunlight that I see on Instagram. I was like, yes, girl. And you and your man, yes. <laughs> black love. Like, it, and just even a sister circle of friends. It just, Beautiful to see those images because I'm sure that there's a lot of things in people's feeds that we just get Mm -hmm. overwhelmed with. So always seeing a positive light and you pushing out. Uh, your brand, and just seeing people loyal. Like, I think, I mean, loyalty is a big thing for me, but just seeing loyal customers and loyal engagement and just you being a loyal person in your life when it comes to anybody that's in your life. So I want to thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for coming and sharing a little bit of your story with my followers. Um, I originally had, I usually close out the episode with a quote that ties into your fear. And I originally had a quote that was tied into The original fear that you gave me. Um, So this is like off the whim. I like. She about to
1: remix the (laughs) quote.
0: No, 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 no. I'm about to do like a a anonymous just like quickly brought this up. So I'm hoping that it still aligns with the story. But your life has a purpose. Your story is important. Your dreams count. Your voice matters. You were born to
1: make an impact. Oh yeah, that does tie in. That was dope. That was dope. <laughs> and I got to and,
0: and I really just did that like because I was like, oh, let me switch it up. But I want to. I always like to leave uh, listeners off with a quote that really ties back to the person's fear and let them know like it's okay. Mm-hmm. I want to inspire you to go, you know, to your weekends and everybody's listening and to know that you have a story to tell, you have an impact to make in this world, and
1: and you matter, and you matter, you matter.
0: You really do matter. Even if sometimes you don't feel seen or you don't feel acknowledged. you do matter. You know, don't be afraid to just, you know, seek guidance, seek advice, or even just seek on the Internet, like, what it is that you need to do in order to start making the steps and moving the needles towards, like, your dreams, your passions, your, your ambitions. So I'll leave you guys with that. Um, I'm wishing you nothing but love, light, and many a blessings during the weekend. I hope you listen to this. And it's your girl, Fearless Kia. And we out.